Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. Okay, what are we talking about tonight? Well, I do have to say to the folks out there that climate does change because our weather has changed seven times today. Rain. Hail. Grapple. Snow. Snow. Grapple again. Hail. Stop it. Didn't do that. It's grappling right now. That's a grapple. It's snow. So, yeah, um, climate does change. Anyway. But I'm a fan of grapple. We start with the, po- the, the show. <laughs> nobody with, knows what grapple they don't, is. It's, you know? uh, it's only for some from Montana. Nobody knows. Uh, I know. It's, it's a weird kind of snow. It looks like uh, styrofoam. Like little balls of styrofoam. It's called grapple. Yes. Because it's not hail and it's not snow. And the local weather guy sells a t-shirt. I love grapple. <laughs> ow. And we're moaning again. Okay. I didn't, I didn't moan. I said ow. We start the show with the pledge. Then a Frederick Bastiat quote. It's the economy, Stupid. The Second Amendment Report, Medical Madness, and the War on Christianity, if we get to it. All right, Patriots, hand over heart, face flag, get your own flag, get a flag, or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know, we got to do that uh, Red Skelton pledge one day. Okay, so let's see here for the quote. You say, there are persons who lack education, and you turn to the law. But the law is not, in itself, a torch of learning which shines its light abroad. The law extends over a society where some persons have knowledge and others do not, where some citizens need to learn and others can teach. In this matter of education, the law has only two alternatives. It can permit this transaction of teaching and learning to operate freely and without the use of force, or it can force humans' wills in this matter by taking some from some of them enough to pay the teachers who are appointed by government to instruct others without charge 
But in the second case, the law commits legal plunder by violating liberty and property. I know you must have questions because it's a long one. It is a very long one. What didn't you understand? That, what we always say, if you think there should be another law, put a rubber band around your wrist and snap it. Right, but this goes a little deeper than that. Um, We are at a point right now where the majority of Americans are ignorant. They do not understand our history or the Constitution. And there are those of us that do, like me. And so I freely teach you when you listen to my radio show. The legal plunder type is government schools. You call them public schools. The government schools. That is legal plunder. As we've discussed, how come my private property isn't mine? If I don't pay tax on this property, I lose it. How is that private property ownership? It's not. It's renting it from the government. And that's and that's what government does, legal plunder through taxation, tariffs, etc. So there you go. There, we have both types. I'm free to teach you, but there's also government schools and teachers. And boy, that's a crappy education. All right, it's the economy, stupid. That was from Bastiat, the law, by the way. Uh, It's the economy, stupid, from CNBC. I don't even know why they have CNBC. It's not much better than NBC. All these NBC things are crazy kook lefties. You notice that? OMSLSD is NBC. NBC News is NBC. And CNBC is NBC. The National Broadcasting of Communism. Isn't that wonderful? All right. American billionaires are calling for changes to the system that enabled them to get rich. Yes, here we go. My favorite characters. Warren Buffett, Jimmy Dimon, Ray Dalio, Bill Gates... And a list of others that say that capitalism in its current form simply doesn't work for the rest of the United States. Some of their remedies involve higher taxes. Hedge fund titan Ray Dalio is the most recent to criticize the current economic system. On Monday, the Bridgewater founder told CNBC that while it doesn't need to be destroyed, capitalism does need to present an equal opportunity, which Dalio said he received through public education. No, you're an idiot. And since you're so damn rich, why don't you just give your money to the Treasury? They'll they'll take it. There's a there's a there's a forum that allows them to give money to the government. But if you just send them a check, they'll cash it. public education. Are you on drugs? First of all, the schools you went to no longer exist. They've turned into serious head head shops, brainwashing children. 
So, yeah, we don't need those. Hedge fund titan, huh? On Monday, the Bridgewater founder told CNBC that it doesn't need to be destroyed. It just needs to present an equal opportunity. If we actually, and I hate the word capitalism, but okay, if we are actually going to be a capitalist country, you do not have public education. You do not have, no, no government schools. It has to be privately owned schools or neighborhood schools, etc. And this nonsense of taxing everyone so your rugrats can go to school is theft and plunder. Anyway, this moron doesn't even know what capitalism is. Free markets. Do we have free markets, ladies and gentlemen? No, we do not. The government controls the economy through well, the Federal Reserve and regulations. If you think that the government doesn't control industry in this country, uh, then you don't understand that regulations are law and they, and they tell businesses what they have to do and what they cannot do all the time. Just because they don't have a government person standing there in the factory doesn't mean the government's not controlling it. It is. Government controls everything. Trying to tell you this is socialist light, but it's socialist. He he has the nerve to say this. I'm cap. I'm capitalist. I'm a professional capitalist. The system has worked for me. Dalio said during a squawk box interview on Monday. I didn't have anything, and then I got something through the capitalist system. Yeah, like Bill Gates too. Sure. Uh, and the creator of Apple Computers. Yeah, uh-huh. Even they say you can't do that anymore. They couldn't start up a business in their garage anymore because of the government. Now, that tells you we're not... This is not capitalism. And the problem is that it's got we've got more government involvement. That's what caused the problem. See, the whole point of, of these regulations that these big companies at all sit down with the government to create is to protect them from other people starting up a business and challenging them. Being competition. They don't want competition. So, when they came up, there wasn't all these regulations, but now there is. And it's all to protect these idiots, and that shows you how stupid Dalio is. I can't. I just don't understand how he ever made money because he's definitely a moron. The issue chafing billionaires and politicians alike is a growing income gap. The inequality between rich and poor Americans is as high as it was in the late 1930s. Dalio pointed out in a paper posted online last week. The wealth of the top 1% of the population is now more than that of the bottom 90% of the population combined. And they also pay... The top 10% pays pretty much all of income tax. <laughs> they, they play the majority of the income tax, not the bottom 90, the top 10 and there's still upward mobility. There has been new billionaires created. 
But if you really want the system to work again, you have to get the government the hell out of it. And again, he's a useful idiot. Dalio called growing inequality and lack of investment in public education. Are you on drugs? 60% of my property taxes go to public school. So does yours, I guarantee it, at least that much. And the government throws money in that hole by the hundreds of millions of dollars and billions of dollars. And no matter how much money we throw at it, they're not educating our children. The teachers are doing it because they're not supposed to teach them. They're supposed to brainwash them. He and his wife announced $100 million to the state of Connecticut for public education this week. Good. Um, how do you know they're going to spend it on public education, Dalio? Since uh, everything else they do, they just throw it in the general fund. So you're likely your $100 million is just going to go into the general fund. It's not going to go to public education. Just like they said when they asked us to allow them to do lotteries, that all the money from the lotteries, the winning ones on the lotteries, were going to public education. None of it did. None of it does. I mean, it comes out of the general fund. But that money that was supposed to be earmarked directly for education is just goes in the general fund and they use it as they as they use the rest of the slush fund. Yes, I called I called it a slush fund. Among the fixes Dalio floated raising more from the top via taxes that would be engineered to not have disruptive effects on productivity. Uh, that's impossible. The, the lower the taxes, the better it's not low enough yet. Hey, uh, the Roaring Twenties was caused by Harding and Coolidge, and they're lowering drastically the taxes on the rich. When they did, they got more money from the rich in taxes. No, it doesn't make sense to you, but that's how it works. In reality, that's how it works. They dropped it down to 22%. We should, have, we should do the same. It worked then, it'll work now. These guys are idiots. They're just ideological morons. <clears throat> he also advocated for public-private partnerships and in Communist Broadcasting Service 60 Minutes interview that aired Sunday supported raising taxes on the wealthy. But the important thing is to take those tax dollars and make them productive, Dalio told CBS. Now, I want to, I want to straighten everybody out right now. This guy's an idiot. Donald Trump's tax breaks, his tax breaks that he got put through Congress, does not go into effect until this year. Meaning, you won't, it won't go into effect until you pay taxes next year. For this year. 
because you can't make retroactive bills. It goes into effect in the tax year of 2019. So you're going to see the benefits of these taxes, these taxes next year. You might see uh, stuff happening this year because co- companies, businesses, businesses file quarterly, right? Quarterly. So there, you might be seeing some effects this year. But for the majority of us, the ones complaining about the taxes, I complained about the taxes this year too, has nothing to do with Donald Trump. That's the old taxes. So next year when you file, that's when Donald Trump's tax program will affect you. Not this year. Notice no one's talking. Well, I have to because this guy's an idiot. (laughs) The important thing is to take those tax dollars and make them productive. Government's never productive. Jamie Dimon is also frustrated with the income gap. Well, give your money away, Jamie. (laughs) In a letter to shareholders last week, the J.P. Morgan Chase CEO outlined a list of problems plaguing the majority of Americans. Among the remedies could be higher taxes on the 1%, he said. You know, just because they're rich, don't think they're not ideological left-wing kooks, because they are. Look how they think. If there's a problem, the government needs to fix it. And throw money at it. The government is not should not be involved in it in the first place. Again, if we all understood the Constitution and enforced it, none of this stuff would be going on. There'd be no money going to public schools. That's not allowed. No state disaster aid. That's not allowed. Uh, oh, yeah, they, they do uh, flood insurance. Also not allowed. Uh, there's no, no place in the Constitution where it says the government can get into business. Look, the, uh, no. the, the problem I have with this is, like you said, you want to give your money away? Go for it. But don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what has to happen. You want this fixed? You take all your millions of dollars and freaking fix it. As I pointed out, and the roaring 20s was caused by lowering the taxes on the rich, not raising them. It will have, if you if if they succeed in raising taxes, Donald Trump is going to veto it. It's not going to happen. On the rich, we will lose money. We've already seen more money come into the tax coffers because of businesses filing quarterly again. So when the first quarter of this year is filed, that's when the business will see the benefit. But see, the other thing is these people are globalists. They want a global world government and they think if they do this it'll happen because they've good lord brian they've tried everything they've thrown everything at us including the illegal aliens they're putting in here and it hasn't worked yet damn it damn it it hasn't worked yet we have to think of something else we need this global world Uh, you know didn't we hear enough from uh buffett already Bite me, Buffett. All these people coming out, Gates. They did this during G.W. Bush's tenure. Bite me, Gates. They're idiots. And your lovely wife, too. Oh, but they're rich. And they're saying they want to raise the taxes on themselves. Good. They they don't care. They're rich already. You're only going to be taxing new money. It doesn't really... They don't care. But But again, there's going to be people that do care. And they're going to hide their money. 
they're not gonna they're well, not gonna pay high tax. That's what happens. What you're Rich ta- people find ways to hide their money so the government doesn't know about it. And also, what you it's not in this article, which it won't be because it's progs. Um, the other thing was the other aspect of this, Brian, is yes, they're already rich. Their assets are worth more than what you're saying their new money is. They have everything in assets. They're already billionaires. Right. What do they care if their new money goes somewhere? Oh, they, <laughs> they don't seem to because I'm telling you now, they're trying to transform America like Obama's. They want a one world, world order. That's what they want. They think that will be great. Because Notice what he says. If that happens, the wealthy should remember that if we improve our society and our economy, then they, in effect, are among the main winners, Diamond said. But every time you take money out of the market and give it to government, it has a negative effect on the economy. And it has nothing to do with society. Again, stop trying to... Social engineer everything. That's right. Um, freedom, when we had freedom and the Constitution was enforced, the government stayed its little lockbox, we were very prosperous. And moving up the ladder between so-called, we don't do class warfare, but that's only how they, they talk about. The poor, the working class, the, middle, the class. middle class, and then the rich. There's nothing after the middle class that's just rich. So $200,000, you're rich. You heard Obama. You make, if you make over $200,000, you're going to be taxed at a high rate because you're too, you're rich. I got news for you. You couldn't live in Manhattan if you made only $200,000 a year. You, could, you couldn't afford to live there. You know, it's really funny. And I didn't get this story, and I should have. Um, and I might look it up. I think it's on Mark Levin. He actually did a clip of Blasio complaining that they are killing themselves in New York City. He literally said this. Because they're taxing the rich so high, everybody, including the middle class, is moving out. So uh, New York City is going to go broke, like he said, in, in, a, in a year. He actually admitted, um, the commie. New York City... Already declared bankruptcy once. I know it's going to do it again. And they were bailed out by New Jersey, and it's going to do try to do it again. It's, it's they're, they're going into debt. They're not allowed to go into debt. It's I under- constitution is clear. I understand states that. may not admit bills of credit, but, and that includes all the governments underneath, underneath the, the state states. government. But the, the fact that he actually came out and said we're killing ourselves by taxing these people, and they're leave they're literally leaving in droves. Well. Look what the idiot said about conservatives. He said, "He said because we don't need you here. You should you should move and live someplace else." And they and they are. And so <laughs> they are. And he's gonna and he's gonna be sorry he said that uh, because it's gonna go back to bite him in the backside. Look, if all you're left with is the people with their hands out, um, how are you gonna feed them? If it wasn't, if the federal government just st- got out of welfare, got out of the business of welfare, just left up to the states to do whatever the heck they want to do, how are you going to feed all those people? In New York City, there's millions of people on government assistance, welfare. They, generations of people 
on welfare. Brian knows he never worked, worked a day in a generation. And he knows he worked in the ghetto for seven years as a paramedic. He knows them intimately. Yes, and I and I could say with certainty, welfare causes people to turn into pieces of crap. Everywhere it's done, Indians, same thing. Oh, they don't call it welfare, but when they used to get a check, it, it had the same check as someone on welfare because it's welfare for Indians. And I don't know of any res that's doing the people are doing well except the ones of casinos. And then the chiefs are doing well. The elders are doing very well. But it's not really getting down to the the lowly people in the tribe. Uh, So they're all high crime, high drug, alcohol areas. And any place around it, you don't want to live because it's it's got high crime because of the Indians. In uh, ghettos, same thing in inner cities. You don't want to live too close to to the inner city people because, uh, yeah, high crime again. Heck, I was at uh, West Side, 89th Street on the west side of the park. Uh, when I had to, someone got shot right, almost right in front of me. Central Park. <clears throat> and I had to fight with three people for a, a gun. That was too close to the inner city, obviously. It spilled over. Now I hear 89th Street is taken over by the ghetto, which it didn't used to go past 125th Street, which is the top of Central Park. Now it's it's made its way down. They're growing. There's more and more people on welfare in New York City all the time. It's unsustainable. Between that and all their commie programs, they're constantly losing money. They operate in the red. They're in debt up to their eyeballs. They're not. You're not supposed to. Government's not supposed to borrow money. It says so. It's it's in plain English. States cannot emit bills of credit. It's in Article One, Section Nine. Look it up. Bills of credit, and they said what it meant. They were that was to ensure that they did not go into debt again, because the national government that was created took all the debt from the states and local governments onto themselves, and then they paid it off because of the war. Regardless, there were actually numerous reasons that the states were in debt. It wasn't the war alone. No. Uh, Again, borrowing to do things. You're not allowed to do it anymore. That's what they said. We'll take all the debt from the states, but you're not allowed to go in debt again. That's what that. That's why it says they cannot emit bills of credit. Bonds are bills of credit. When they issue bonds to people for money that they don't have to provide services, that is debt, and they are emitting bills of credit, and that is unlawful well and the uh, the founding fathers it, it goes deeper than that it, uh, they thought that that they thought that by doing that it was weakening the the united states that each state 
would have to pay somebody off. Deb and I did that on Women of the Revolution. They really were like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to do this one time. But by doing this, you're just weakening the these United States because you're taking on to yourself that state, its own burden that you owe somebody. So uh, that's what that Rutherford said it. He said another country, another country, he said, in his mind, could hold you hostage if you owed them money. Yeah, that's the, that wasn't the reason. That's a, that's an interesting argument, but it wasn't it wasn't the argument that was made in the Constitutional Convention. Oh no, there's this was no, during... no, there's just no reason for the states to go into debt. None. This this was during the, the yeah, revolution. They care. didn't want it yeah, either. It's after the revolution. It's after the revolution it was the it, they didn't the constitution didn't go into effect until 1789. So this was after the revolutionary war. Part of it was war debt, but no, not really. They were in debt before, and. This, the national government, they said, we we could take this and pay it off. And they did. And they said the only reason f- to go into debt was for war. Nothing else. You hear that? Gates and Dilio and Buffett, you doofus, the rest of you useful idiots. Debt is bad. Period. Now, how are you going to pay it back? States aren't supposed to be in debt, so that's on them. Now, how are you going to pay it back as the citizens of that state? You have to pay it back. And I know the lefties say it doesn't matter. We could just not pay it back. You can't, you can't do that. You can't just not pay the debt back. There's consequences. Very big consequences. But right now, I don't think there's enough money in the world to pay off our debt. We're over $22 trillion in the national government alone. Now, add to that state, local government, and individual debt. Oh, my God. And it wasn't for war. Everyone complained, if we didn't spend money on the military, blah, 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 blah. Uh, We need the military. We don't need your programs, blah, 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 blah. You want to help people? Go help them. Personally, not by plundering money to give to somebody else. You help them directly. You can ask me for money, and I might give it to you for a good cause, but you can't demand the money, and that's what they do. They use the national government fascistically to steal our money against our will, and that is also unconstitutional. But with that, we're going to go to breaks. Young Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Let's bomb, 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 Moran. Bomb, 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 Moran. Just like Japan. Bomb, Turn the rocks and the pedals, the pedals in the sand. Let's bomb, Moran. Bomb, 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 Moran. I'm here at the dance, trying to advance. 
Nothing else is working, so I thought I'd take a chance and bomb a rain. Just like Japan. We'll turn the rocks into pebbles, the pebbles into sand. Bomb a rain, bomb, 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 bomb a rain. Legal amnesties through, found they wouldn't do. Riding out of money, so I'm trying something new. We'll bomb a rain. Just like Japan. Why don't we just ask Osama bin Laden, Osama Obama, uh, Obama, what is, uh, since uh, he won by such a big amount. Attention business owners, we know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right now list includes a new building call the right now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251 if you're suffering from hearing loss stay tuned for a special offer from the makers of listen clear a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try ListenClear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. ListenClear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything, everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45-day risk-free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. That's 800-716-4665. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. Ten an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456, that's 800-377-1456. 
Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 800 910 8231 Eight hundred nine ten eight two three one eight hundred nine ten eight two three one eight hundred nine ten eight two three one. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Our half of one. All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna skip ahead and finish this article off because uh, I can only take so much doofus. Even with higher taxes, Diamond Dalio and others are hardly backing socialism. Dalio made it clear that his education initiatives require reform, not throwing capitalism out the window. In his 2019 letter to shareholders released alongside the bank's 2018 annual report, Diamond said, Socialism inevitably produces stagnation, corruption, and often worse. This would be as much a disaster for our country as it has been in other places it's been tried, Diamond said. I'm not an advocate for unregulated, unvarnished, free-for-all capitalism. Few people I know are. But we shouldn't forget that true freedom and free enterprise, capitalism, are at some point inexorably linked. Now that, and that's true. So again, the more freedom you take from we the people, the worse things get. And he's got diamonds kind of like confused. I was just going to say. He, what he it wants makes no sense at he all. He wants government money in schools. That's socialism. That's not no. And I am for unfettered, unvarnished, free for all capitalism called a free market. Yes, I am. Now I know even the Austrian school uh, has some regulation in in the economy, but it's very little. Uh, and we'd have to get rid of the Federal Reserve as well. See, you know what I think? That these guys are afraid that if we do have what you're talking about, free markets, they'll be free market out of their millions. Well, they'll, be, they'll, they'll suddenly find themselves with competition. Right, like what they're starting to do already with Facebook like, and all the all other the, ones. All the local laws. Forget about the federal laws. I wanted to open it. Four different businesses. Now we want seven different businesses, and it's just—it was too much. Even a food truck, for goodness' sake! It was too much. It it would cost. It would just cost too much to do to do anything. They they sent me. I said I was going to open up 
We wanted to do catering. Yeah, a catering business. And, you know, I already, I already had a kitchen where I was renting, and I've already fed lots of people. Nobody got sick. I, I like to cook for other people. I don't like to cook for myself. And he cooks very, very, very well and very professional. And actually... But I would have had to tear the kitchen apart yep. and start over. Yep. And I'm, I'm renting. You can't do that. Uh, but even so, the money involved, everything had to be stainless steel. All the floors, and there's no ceiling, and the walls have to be smooth so it's easily cleaned. It's just like... Well, and we even yeah, got... I, I, I didn't want to go... The, look, the way to do it is not to go into vast debt to start your business, or you're already screwed before you start. Well, and the other thing is that we were offered to buy a local restaurant with a bar, yep. and we looked into that, and we were like, you got to be crazy. Well, number one, you're too ill to do that. It's a very, very high... That's, well, that's really the reason I backed totally out and it's, but everything else running we, a restaurant is a lot of work and everything else we found out so we're like okay well let's do a catering let's do like a food truck let's and we walked into it and we were like you are you kidding me they sent me a book a book of regulations that i had to read just to start a, a catering business out of my house idiotic again why do i need all that fancy stuff so people don't get sick. Nobody ever got sick from my cooking. Ever. We know how to wash our hands. It's just, again, and, you know, again, the government's screwed up because when they did studies on bacteria, they found that smooth surfaces breed bad bacteria. The bad bacteria likes it. Now, rough stuff like wood, the no, the good, the good bacteria took care of the bad bacteria. You didn't have to worry about it, like wooden cutting boards and stuff. But no, they want everything stainless steel smooth. Even though, and you know, again, that's why we have all these food poisoning in businesses because they have to have this stupid stainless steel stuff, and the bad bacteria grows on it. Yeah. It's just the way it is. They run They run things through infrared to kill the bacteria. The, the government checks on them once a year. That's it. So the FDA is useless. And when they had salmonella outbreak, go, what was the other one? E. coli. No, it wasn't E. coli. There's a third one. Anyway, it, it's naturally found everywhere, this one bacteria. And... They have their own labs, the the places, the meat places and stuff, and they check their stuff and they check everything. Not the federal government. Still, it got past them. But there's no eradicating. It's not salmonella. It's called something else. It's no eradicating. It's it's just everywhere. It's, it, the bacteria is everywhere. The only way to deal with it is good bacteria. You want the good bacteria to keep the bad bacteria in check. If you wipe out all the good bacteria, the bad bacteria is going to come back with a vengeance, with no good bacteria to stop it. Why? I don't know. In nature, it's always that way. The good, the good stuff, like the good insects, are more fragile than the bad ones. Good versus evil. And when you kill them all, bad and good together, and you'll, you, you have a garden, you'll know this. If you spray and kill everything, you're going to have a bigger problem 
next season because there won't be the beneficial insects who killed them off. They always come back slower than the bad stuff, whether it be bugs or bacteria. It's funny how God has a formula for everything. It works exactly the same for a reason, because that's the system he set up. So when I gardened in Florida, I used a zero. No insecticides, herbicides, nothing. And that's a place where there's a lot of bugs. Let me tell you, uh, north where we live, a lot Northern of bugs. Northern Florida, we were food. And uh, I didn't have a problem with anything getting out of control in my garden. Nothing. The only time I had problems when it flooded. <laughs> that wasn't good. So anyway, uh, you millionaires and billionaires, go ahead, give your money away. I don't care. Just don't tell me what to do. Oh, no. He has everybody, more than them, everybody has to give. See, again, this is, uh, they're using the government to reach into people's pocket that don't want to pay it. Just because they want to pay it, because they're ideologically globalist commies, uh, the rest of the billionaires and millionaires don't feel this way. They want their money, and they want to, they want to transfer that to their family when they're dead, so that their family is well-to-do. And there's nothing wrong with that. I can't believe people actually begrudge people getting money from the estate of their parents. The money was already taxed before they died. Then they died and left it to their family, and the government taxed the crap, taxes the crap out of it, like 50%. It's ridiculous. And that's why old ranchers and uh, farms go closing down. They wanted to blame. I forget what they wanted to blame. Uh, I know exactly what it was because I watched it happen. It was people that got left their ranch or their farm, and they couldn't pay the tax on it because the government wants, bam, full amount of tax on the land, which is million, worth millions of dollars. So let's say it's just a million. They got to pay five hundred thousand dollars to the government. Where do they get five hundred thousand dollars? That's one of the things in the new tax law they got rid of. Trump went. But it won't go into effect till next year, like you said. Well, it goes into effect this year, but you pay the... Most people do their taxes next year. Right. Businesses do it quarterly. They'll see it. You won't. Anyway, push the button. Mr. President, members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835... Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I want you. You'll have to pry it from our cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez, we're keeping our guns. Okay, thank you, Steve Voss. Of course, that means it's time for the Second Amendment report. And yes, I have his permission to play it, if you're wondering. I have permission to play all the stuff I play. 
All right. From the Washington Times. These two next two articles are going to make people's head explode. Maybe. Well, because no one's telling us about this, Brian. The freaking Congress is passing crap that we don't even know about. Yeah, but it's not going into... It's not getting past the president, so... I mean, mostly it doesn't get past the Senate. But the House passed... Democrats' new version of the Violence Against Women Act on Thursday, rejecting Republicans' pleas to restore quickly the old law which expired earlier this year. Democrats' legislation, attracted bipartisan support, passing 263 to 158, with 33 Republicans voting for it. Bipartisan support, I would expect bigger numbers than 33 it's not bipartisan. There's, there's a there's a minority of progs that call themselves Republicans. The update would renew the 1994 law through 2024, continuing its system of grants while expanding protections against discrimination for transgender individuals, extending tribal courts' jurisdiction over non-Indians, and creating new categories of people banned from legally purchasing firearms. How can you extend tribal courts to have jurisdiction over non-Indians? You can't do that. They're not even part of the United States. There should be nothing partisan or political about ending the scourge of domestic violence and sexual assault, said House Sweeper Nancy Wicked Witch of the West Pelosi, California Democrat from San Francisco. And nothing good could come of that. Again, you don't get to change the jurisdiction of a a tribal court. A tribal court cannot have jurisdiction over non-Indians. They're a different nation. So the National Rifle Association opposed the bill, fueling GOP opposition. The new gun control provisions would extend an existing ban on firearms purchases by someone accused of domestic violence against a spouse or live-in partner, to also include dating couples and those convicted of a stalking misdemeanor charge. The NRA argues these new rules are too vague and lack due process for gun owners or buyers. Representative Debbie Lesko, Arizona Republican and a senior of domestic, a survivor of domestic abuse herself, took particular issue with a provision that would take away an accused abuser's gun rights if a judge grants a protective order for a victim. Under this bill, the perpetrator's gun rights would be taken away even though they weren't in court, she said. NRA spokeswoman Jennifer Baker criticized Democrat leaders for using a woman's protection bill to advance their gun control agenda. But Democrats said the changes they were suggesting were common sense. Common sense is dead in this in this country, and you are no Democrat has common sense. Do not let the NRA bully you, urged Representative De- Debbie Dingle, the Michiganistan Democrat who authored the gun control provisions. 
We're not taking away due process. All it does is say if someone has been convicted, convicted as an intimate partner, that they would not have access to a gun. No, it is not convicted. If they give out order of protections just because they ask. And in some states, it's just an automatic thing women do when getting a divorce is get an order of protection. And how is that due process? Where was the gun owner's day in court? He wasn't convicted of anything. He was accused, as it said up in, I read it, accused of domestic violence. Not convicted. Accused. A woman getting an order of protection is not due process. There's no, there's no court. They just take the word of the woman that there was domestic violence against the man. And that's just BS. GOP lawmakers objected to other provisions they said strayed too far from the core purpose of VAWA. The expansion of protections for transgender individuals, for example, prioritizes that group over privacy concerns of cisgender women in domestic abuse shelters and prisons, said Representative Louis Gohmert, Texas Republican. Yeah, this new cisgender thing, okay? Uh, No, I'm not playing their word games. There is no such thing as cisgender She's just a woman. Everybody else is a freak. This bill, in the name of equality, says women are not going to be able to have a safe place for biological men, he said. Representative Mary Gay Scanlon called Republican use of the term, like biological men, transphobic. It shows how disingenuous their concern for the safety of women is, she said. This has nothing to do with protecting women. The Violence Against Women Act last renewed in 2013. But Mrs. Sweeper of the House, Wicked Witch of the West, Nancy Pelosi, allowed it to expire earlier this year because Republicans said she wanted to create a pressure to force Congress into accepting Democrats' new proposed changes. They have sought to turn this bill into a political weapon rather than a resource for law enforcement. Representative Doug Collins of Georgia, the top Republican on the Judiciary Committee, said on the House floor. Instead of negotiating in good faith, they have decided a highly partisan bill with zero chance of moving forward in the Senate was the best way to approach reauthorizing crucial VAWA programs. Since the bill was introduced last month, Republicans have accused Democrats, Democrats, of stymieing attempts at negotiation. Representative Karen Bass, the California Democrat who sponsored the legislation, denied those allegations, saying her tried to include some GOP ideas. That's a, I didn't write it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just reading it. Republicans attempted to push a short-term renewal of the old 
VAWA bill, saying it would restore the law immediately, but Democrats refused that gesture. Our calculation was that we're in charge now. We can pass a bill that we think is a comprehensive bill to protect all women, Majority Leader Steny H. Hoyer told reporters earlier this week. Steny Hoyer is still around. You people make me sick. I'm hopeful that the Senate will take up or ask to go to conference on it, but we need to reauthorize it. Well, they should have not let the bill purposely sunset because they wanted gun control. But I got to go to a commercial. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. This is a good idea, son. Using funk. But Dad, we gotta reach out to our base somehow. Besides, I love James Brown. What will your mother think? The border goes from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental overload. Just slip under the fence. It don't make any sense When there's no documentation That's too far And somehow or some way We're gonna find out who you are Sneaking in America Trying to hide From immigration Sneaking in America Across the land Across the nation Sneaking in America Do you know a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.soldiersangels.org. Since 2003, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag, and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc. Additionally, They send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia who serve by our soldiers' side in Iraq. Soldiers' angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today, or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. The president's decision to end DACA was heartless and it was brainless. When we use phrases like undocumented workers, we convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of families will be ripped apart. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. I think it is illegal and wrong. Tens of thousands of American businesses will lose hardworking employees. A biometric-based employer verification system with tough enforcement 
and auditing is necessary to significantly diminish the job magnet that attracts illegal aliens to the United States. They may have known no other country but ours and have voluntarily registered themselves. All illegal aliens present in the United States on the date of enactment of our bill must quickly register their presence with the United States government or face imminent deportation. Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. Did you tell them about our commercials? I did not. <laughs> okay, you've heard some uh, paid commercial commercials. Uh, we keep them to a minimum, but we do need to make money. But we do not get paid to air the commercials we only get paid if you call the number in the ad so please write down the number in the ad if you're at all interested in the product or services they've all been vetted they're not a scam or anything uh, and there's no obligation to buy if you call the number we get paid that's why it's important you write down the number in the ad if you're at all interested because it's their job to sell you so give them a shot. Maybe you will buy the product or service. But if you get to it on your own, we won't get paid. The ad agency won't get paid, and that's not good for the future of talk radio on the Internet. <clears throat> okay, want to hear us live Saturday, su- Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday at uncooperativeradio.com, 9 p.m. Eastern uncooperativeradio.com, 9 p.m. Eastern, Saturday through Tuesday. We are also rebroadcasted on redstatetalkradio.com, where you can hear 24-7 conservative streaming radio, two channels. And through them, you can get us on the Roku, TalkStream Live, etc. Our show is also picked up by iHeartRadio. If you like iHeartRadio, please subscribe subscribing helps helps us push us up in the ratings i know that's what that's how they use it though so wherever you're listening to it please subscribe like comment all that good stuff and all that helps make the show more visible to more people you want to add anything i do all these bills that are coming out of our so-called governors that govern us which they're not supposed to can completely be negated by states rights state sovereignty if it's not pursuant to the national or local constitution of the state then it's not a law at all it's void instantaneously when you take back the state from the ground up with people who understand state sovereignty the constitution our founding documents, then he's, he's, the governor is law enforcement. He's supposed to enforce the laws. Right. Like, he is the executive of the state, like Trump is the executive of see, the federal government. See, you know what happened is that the states were are sucking on the teat 
of the federal government's money because they're redistributing. What they did is they figured out a way to redistribute all the money from the states to the other states so they don't have to pay for anything. So they're suckling at the teats of the federal government. Once we realize we don't need to do that anymore. No need? It's not allowed. It's illegal. It's not about need. It's illegal. Period. The minute you go, you take your state back, they're going to adhere to the state and federal constitution. And all the laws that are not made pursuant to the state constitution or the national, depending on what we're talking about. But at the state level, we'll talk about the state. All those laws are void, shall not be enforced. They're. If it's not a power granted in the state constitution, the government can't do it. It's illegal. So immediately, all those laws are gone. And all you federal agents either... Kicked out. Well, they could also pledge allegiance to the state. Nope. And become a state. Nope. You'd have to... Nope. You can't work for the federal government being a state. No, no, no. I'm saying they would just get rid of... No, I'm not working for the state anymore. I pledge allegiance to... I'm not working for the federal government. I pledge allegiance like they did with the loyalists. No. I pledge allegiance to my state. We don't need those employers at the state. We already have our employers. We don't need new employees. No. Well, some families They go bye-bye. I don't care. (laughs) They go bye-bye. All federal workers that that are... in the state, all, all of them, except where it's constitutional, and that requires it be a armory, a fort, like uh, uh, which would be a base, a military base, and other needful buildings. There's no land involved, by the way. That immediately reverts to the state. Needful buildings. Nothing in there about land, because they're not allowed to own land outside of D.C., period. That is in the Constitution. So what? They'd all go live in D.C. with their families? Well, they could go live wherever the heck they want as long as you get out of my state. And that that includes the FBI. Bye-bye. Out. Bye-bye. And again, all the land is back, belongs to the state, and they could decide to make it parks if they're allowed to have parks in their Constitution. (laughs) Sticky wicked, huh? Or... Make it private property, sell it off to the people. And we, the people, respectively. Right, because the government's not allowed to own it. The, the national government's not allowed to own it. Um, I don't know about all the state constitutions. I obviously don't want to have to go through 50 state constitutions. Oh, wait, you mean not 57? Uh, there aren't 57 states. <gasps> Obamanus! You idiot! <laughs> At any rate, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and I have, I, you know, I have a problem with the territories too. There should be a, uh, there should be a limit on how long you could be a territory, territory. without applying for statehood, right? Because I don't want to pay for your ass, right? They're getting government money because of redistribution of wealth. They, yeah, the, yes, it does, and uh, they're not even citizens of the United States, but. They say, but the, now the government made them citizens. But Puerto Rico's not a state. How can they be citizens? They are. They Everybody in the territories is considered a citizen. That's not the way it used to be. My daddy was. I know, but it's not the way it used to be. It used to be 
territories were territories. And they had to jump through a lot of hoops to become a state. No money went to them. But anyway. So, yeah, that's that's a debatable... The territories are a debatable thing. But I would be willing to amend the Constitution to put a limit on the amount of time you can be a territory without applying for statehood. Because... Um, they're getting all the benefits, but they're not they're not pulling their own share because they're territories. Which is why they always vote not to become a state. So now what? We've already we already gave you the solution part of the solution. Take back your state from the ground up, starting with your school board, ending with your governor. But that's not it. Next, you have to take back your churches. Take back your religion from the social justice warriors. Third, you have to spend more time with your family. Dinner is very important. Everybody should turn off their cell phones TV, any, everything, and come to the table and eat and talk as a family. Again, the family unit has been broken up by the government on purpose. It's part of one of the planks of Karl Marx's idiotic idea, communism. So we got to put the family unit back together again. And, uh, of course, taking the school board back, your kids aren't brainwashed anymore. So that's a big plus. So it's really a three-pronged plan. But at any point you can't go any further, whatever you accomplished is still making life better for you and your fellow citizens. So there's no downside to this, other than you're going to have to you're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to educate people. You're going to have to find people to run or run for office yourself that understand the Constitution and state sovereignty. It's not, And then you're going to have to knock on doors for them to help get them elected. Takes work. Everybody can do their own part. I'm disabled. The physical part, not going not to happen. That's why I have a radio show. This is my contribution. Okay, again from Bearing Arms. There's a lot to dislike about red flag laws. Oh, relatively few take issue with the idea of taking guns away temporarily from people who may be dangerous. The problem is that the bar for taking away someone's guns Depriving them of property without due process is so ridiculously low. John Lott wrote at the Washington Times earlier this week about some of the problems with these laws. Weld County Sheriff Steve Reams in Colorado made news Monday over his willingness to go to jail over his refusal to enforce what will soon be the state's new red flag law. Red flag in quotes. Given the news media plays these laws 
also known as extreme risk protection orders, as being so sensible. Sheriff Reams looks like a kooky right-winger. After all, who could be against taking away guns from people who are a danger to themselves or others? We're not. That has to be adjudicated. But the laws are more complicated than usually discussed in the press. Depending upon the state, anyone from a family member, intimate partner, ex, house, or apartment mates, or police can file a complaint. Under Colorado's proposed law, anyone can make a phone call to the police. They don't even have to be living in the state. There is no hearing. All the judge has before them is the statement of concern. As in the Tom Cruise movie Minority Report, all you have to do is figure out who is going to commit the crime. At least the pre-crime division in the movie had the help of psychics. It was always been, <clears throat> it has always been possible to take away someone's guns, but all 50 states have required testimony by a mental health expert before a judge. Hearings could be conducted very quickly in, an ur- in urgent cases, but gun control advocates argue that it's important to not even alert the person that his guns may be taken away. Hence the 5 a.m. police raids. When people really pose a clear danger to themselves or others, they should be confined to a mental health facility. Simply denying them the right to legally buy a gun isn't a serious remedy. If you think that you are any more likely to stop criminals from getting guns than illegal drugs, good luck. The same drug dealers sell both and are a major source of guns, and there are a lot there are other weapons such as cars now understand these laws are designed to disarm the american people it is not about safety it is not about women's safety it is none of it it's all about taking away your guns they'll use any way they can to take away people's guns they won't be happy till they're all taken away That is their goal, and a stated goal, by the left-wing gooks. So, they're incrementally trying to do, like everything else they incrementally do, uh, to take your gun rights away. This This is unconstitutional. The law is void. Shall not be enforced. There has to be due process. There is none. As per usual, I agree with Lot. This person says, if people are a threat, they're a threat. And what do I say? Everybody gets their constitutional rights, even felons, after they serve their time and get out. Their rights are restored. Everyone's rights are restored. That's how it's supposed to work. If they are a serious threat to themselves or others, the way you take their rights away is to remove them from society. Then, like put them in jail or a mental facility until they're adjudicated safe to return to the population. And when they do, they get all their rights back, including their guns. You heard me. And vote. Oh, and felons should be allowed to vote if they serve their time. Yes, they did. Once they serve their time, right. they get all their rights back. And not, a, not the probation. That whole probation crap has to go. Yeah, though they shouldn't be getting out on probation. Parole, and that's what you're talking about. All right, parole. Uh, you stay, Sorry. You stay in until your time's done. That's the way it has to work. Now, it's 
it's stupid because once you parole them, their unalienable rights come back. It's natural rights are inherent from God. So the minute they're no longer taken away from society, their natural rights are restored automatically. It, it, there's nothing to talk about. It just is. So you don't want parole. They stay in prison until they do their time, and then they get out. And here's another thing. Stop not hiring them. If they're looking for employment, that's a good thing. Give them employment. Otherwise, they're going to return to crime. If you can't eat, you're going to steal. And if you can't get a job, you can't eat. Okay, two things that I have to bring up. I'm so glad that you did this. Right now, as we speak, because I listen to talk radio, Breitbart News is uh, interviewing John Lott about what he's talking about right now that we are. Number one. Number two, the new reform bill, the new reform initiative that Donald Trump has done for the prison section that all the... I cannot believe the conservatives are going new, new bananas Look, about this. The reform that the left-wing kooks did to the prison system made everything worse. worse. Even according to those, I have a friend who's a an ex-con. He, he told me all the stupid nonsense right? because of all the reforms done by the right. idiot left. Made, made everything worse. worse. Now, the new reforms that Trump has put in, he put it in a task force, and I listened to an interview of the head of this task force, and he set out a whole bunch of criteria with this task force, and it's faith-based, Christian faith-based. Well, that's good. But as, it, as I have always said, and my friend agrees with me on this on this topic, it needs to go back to being tougher. Yes, and they it are tough. It needs to go back to, I would make it boot camp. Yeah, no, and, and it is. This is what they have to go. However, it also has to learn a trade that right. they could do outside. So this is what they're doing. This is Now, what this the, could be paid for if you turn the prisons into to, factories. Right, and this is what the, this, this um, head... The unions, of, the, of course, fight well, this. Of course they do. So this is what this task force has been doing. And, and again, Brian which I agree with, just like with rehabilitation, it's not going to work until you believe in a higher power. Well, I won't say that. A small minority it might work for. But it's been proven that the majority benefit from faith-based programs. Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, the drug version of Alcoholics Anonymous, Al-Anon. Gambling Anonymous. <laughs> all, all these that are faith-based have Work. higher success rates yes. than those that don't. So anyway, what he did is he put into place that if you don't follow what they set out the goals for you to do, then, you like you said, it's getting tougher on them. They're like, oh, no, you don't get to skate. Well, you have to follow this. Yes. And <laughs> it, it, it was amazing. There's no time off for good behavior. No, and it was amazing. There they is don't have. extra time for bad behavior. And that's, You act out. You're going to have more time right, to knock out of your and, and by the way, the people that are murderers, they're in there for life. They have to go to a different prison. So what they've done is that they have identified 
um, what the problem, they went in as a task force. Donald Trump, and nobody knows this, he sent a task force into the federal prisons and then asked state by state if he could send the task force into their state prisons. Now, the first thing he did, get he got rid of all the Muslim clerics, which... Thank God. You know who had a complete cow? Care. Yeah. They had... A, it's a ha- council on Islamic relations. Yeah, he, they have him in court right now under three different freaking lawsuits yeah, for so doing what? it. Screw care. And he went, no, I don't care. Go ahead, take me to court. Yeah, the judges are going to say, <laughs> yeah, what about the First Amendment, freedom of religion? It's not a religion. Move along. Anyway, he got rid of them. He got rid of, out of the federal Good. I've been I've been screaming about that for decades. So he got rid of that first. And now this task force went in, and they're finding out that not only are the prisoners not having the opportunity to be re- rehabilitated, they're going after the prison guards. Good, because uh, they're, they're how the drugs get in. His task force went after the prison guards in Good. the federal prisons. Good, because what did I tell you? At least the ones in New York City, they're just perps with a badge. They're, they're In many cases, they're scarier than the criminals. And he's investigating all of the wardens. Oh. He went. He told his task force, "You go in and you clean house." Yeah, okay, but you, you're, you're <laughs> taking. Uh, this is a gun article, not a reform of prison article. I know, but it, it, so <laughs> no, it was inappropriate to introduce. Sorry, it. I couldn't help it. I was so excited. Yeah, well, write it down next time. <laughs> now, since we're talking about guns, I, I do have one pet peeve. Um, p- Black Hawk. Holsters, the close quarter holster that have been banned from some shooting ranges. You, if you're a member of that shooting range, you need to straighten people out. There is no reason to ban this. Everybody says when you pull it out, you end up with your finger on the trigger. It is not true. If you know how to, if you know a proper way to draw the weapon, you have to get your webbing of your hand right into that it into where it belongs, depending on the rifle, uh, the handgun. Then you push the button with the flat of your finger and just draw it out, and it will end up along the slide of the gun just the way it's supposed to. I do not understand why they had to make a video to to make a, an extra. I mean, it was like a contorted manipulation to teaching you to do it safe. If you know how to draw from any holster, it'll work. And it is perfectly safe. I've done it a million times. And it really pisses me off when I hear people spreading stuff around that it's dangerous. People shooting themselves, drawing the... If anybody shoots themselves, drawing the weapon from this holster, they're a moron and shouldn't have a gun to begin with. And people that people shouldn't be in charge of ranges if they're this stupid either. All right. Uh, anyway, back to this. That I think that's why she brought it up. If people are a threat, they're a threat. Treat them accordingly. The process already exists. While I have issues with those laws and how they're applied, they are on the books. While anti-gunners are desperately trying to get these bills passed in every state, the issue remains that these are little more than legalized swatting. 
how long until people start using these explicitly to punish individuals? Well, there may already be cases of that, Lot writes. In the first nine months after Florida passed its red flag law last year, judges granted more than 1,000 confiscation orders. In the three months after Maryland's law went into effect on October 1st, more than 300 people had their guns taken away. In one case, in Anne Arundel County, a 61-year-old man died when the police stormed his home at 5 a.m. to take away his guns. We did that story, actually. There's been many cases of SWAT doing this, killing people in their homes. Uh, Connecticut and Indiana have had these laws in effect for the longest time and have seen large increases in confiscation orders as time has gone by. There are some unconfirmed reports that the man killed was served with an extreme risk protection order because a family member disagreed with him politically. These stories are unconfirmed in part because Maryland law essentially seals the records to protect the identity of those making the reports. Again, you you can't you have to be able to face your accuser. That's in the constitution. That's the law. Now, this this is not you don't get to face your accuser. They seal it. You don't even know who's doing it and there was no there Jury was nobody trial. that examined him that's a mental health professional that testified yeah it was just somebody said it judge said okay take his guns away no and they shot him this is the story we did (laughs) yes but that that wasn't the intent of the judge him getting shot but it is this is a byproduct of storming people's houses that own guns well certainly because you're going to grab the gun immediately so shouldn't the judge be held uh judge should be just just impeached no, it, held accountable. This, well, again, the judge should say this law is unenforceable. I I cannot take someone's rights away without due process. He has to be adjudicated if mentally, whatever, and then then we can take his rights away. But I say again, that's unconstitutional. The only way you could take away a person's right is to take them out of society. He has an unalienable right to protect himself with whatever he deems necessary until you take him out of society. If he is truly a danger to himself or others, you adjudicate that and then you take him out of society. If they're in society, they still have their rights. And guess what? The minute you're done taking my guns, I'm going to call up my gun dealer and buy another one. What do you think of that? And, oh, if you think you're going to put me on a list so I can't get through, someone else will buy the gun for me. Yep, it's a straw purchase, but that's what's going to happen. You're going to turn honest citizens into criminals overnight. Yes, you are. I'm not voluntarily giving up my guns. Good luck finding them all. I'll just... If I I worry about it anymore, I'm going to start burying them. I I might, might be a good idea to do that, considering the political nature of the police here yes we don't have a sheriff's department because anaconda is corrupt and no and no, everybody's winking and not letting them get away with not having a sheriff's department when the lo- state law says it must have a sheriff's department so they have a sheriff 
but no sheriff's deputies. The sheriff is elected, but he's the chief of police of the Anaconda Police Force, which only really cares about the city of Anaconda. Been through this with them. You're taking our resources away. I'm paying for the resources. I'm in the county. You decided not to have a county sheriff's department. That's on you. It's illegal anyway. You you can wink and nod it all you want. You do not have a sheriff's department. Sorry. City police don't count. And we've I've had nothing but problems with them. So I got a bunch of them fired. So I, they haven't bothered me in a while. <laughs> I don't think they want to come up here. And besides, I told them when there were complaint there were complaints about me having a a gun on me while I met somebody coming up my property that didn't belong here. Uh, and I just said, man, you're an hour and a half away if you decide to come. Everyone I meet up here, I meet with firearms in my possession, either holstered or in my hand, whatever the case may be, might be a shotgun. Uh, I don't know you. We live in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And criminals like to play up in the National Forest because they know there's no cops going to come and stop them. I went out and had a shotgun with my neighbors because I didn't know who the hell they were, making all kinds of noises. There's nothing wrong with that. That's Of course not. They tried to say I was brandishing. I was a brandishing crowd. No, but they act, you had to call them again because your wife had a shotgun to defend herself against noises. She had no idea yep, what was going on. I screamed on. at them on a tape phone. Literally screamed and cursed at them and everything. And I was this lieutenant jackass. I could stand his smirky little face. And uh, it was stupid because they could have used that against me. I just didn't care. I was so pissed off. Uh, I live in Montana. It's an open carry state. I'm on my own property. I'm allowed to carry firearms. And so is everybody and else. And it that shouldn't lives even be you. questioned. And by the way, tell everybody who works there at the police department the Bonners are always armed 24 7, all the time. Suck it up. <laughs> and uh, they all got fired. So I. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna get arrested after that. Well, they could say disorderly conduct. I raised my voice and used foul language. That's disorderly conduct. They got me with that when I yelled at my neighbor for not closing the gate, which is a law in Montana, and they cited me with the law that actually is the law. They should have cited him for not closing the gate. Same law, disorderly conduct. Believe it or not. And you can get anybody with that law. And you've got them. You need to change these laws. Anybody can be brought in for that. Come on. You've never raised your voice? You've never cursed? If if you have done any of that, you could be arrested and, and put, either pay the fine or put in jail for disorderly conduct. That's ridiculous. It's a catch-all. Cops can do anything fits that. That needs to go. The judges shouldn't even consider it. It's too broad. Laws must be narrowly defined. Anyway, we're going to go to break. John Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. 
We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. When was the last time you read the Constitution or reviewed the Bill of Rights? When was the last time you read them to your children? These documents, the foundation of this great nation, are not documents to be ignored. They are to be embraced. So sit down and read them to your children. And a tool you can use to do this is a little book called The Citizen's Rulebook. To receive a copy, call 602-258-6406. It only costs a dollar and can mean the difference in your children's understanding of the country they live in. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 800-910-8231. 800 910 8231 800-910-8231. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. Ten an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drug alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456. 800-377-1456. 800-377-1456. That's 800-377-1456. If you're suffering from hearing loss, stay tuned for a special offer from the makers of Listen Clear, a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try Listen Clear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything, everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45-day risk-free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. 
That's 800-716-4665. Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right now list includes a new building call the right now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251 To the Uncooperative Radio Show, our half of two. Back to John Locke. And swatting and disarming and confiscating. And <clears throat> anyway, uh, so the Maryland law essentially seals the records to protect the identity of those making the reports. In other words, it makes it impossible to swat someone and then the law protects the swatter. Absolutely ridiculous. Yet those laws will continue to be pushed until or unless we can stop them dead in their tracks. And I told, I have given you over and over again the solution. It's not easy. It'll take time. But it's the only thing that'll work. You have to educate people. You have to take your state back from the ground up. It just has to be done. Otherwise, they're going to keep passing these stupid laws. If you take the Maryland back, then they can't do it, see? Anyway, there's also the notion that you might want to pick a state that has low population and encourage conservatives to move there. The progs are already doing this up in New England. They've been doing it for decades. Yeah, but you know what? We live in a low population area. We live in a low population state. Right, so they can make more difference coming to this state. Yeah, but the ones that already live in this state that you've talked to are staunch Democrats. I don't care. That's why I said a low pot. You can make a difference if enough conservatives move in because the population is this low. You just unmade the the argument. No, what I'm saying will work. Except California. If you get enough. I said low population. Californians are moving here. Oh, man, you're not listening to me. Doesn't matter. They're mostly moving to Colorado. We still have around a million people here, and that's it. And this is a very large state. You can make a difference by moving here in numbers. Of course you can. And then, you know, get into the government and stop these kind of laws. Undo it. You can undo everything the left does because I guarantee you it's a violation of Montana Constitution. And uh, again, 
they're doing it in, in states and they're doing it successfully. I suggest we take a page from their playbook and do the same. Would be nice to have a state where these idiot students don't get to vote in our elections. Well, I don't. That's a law. I keep trying to get them I to know, pass. I know, you do, you do, you really do. <laughs> you really do. And don't come here and change the way we live. Don't bring your crap with you. Yeah, but they do. New Yorkers do it, Californians do it, for the most part. There are exceptions. I left New York. I didn't bring that crap with me. You told me not to. Explicitly as we travel across the entire United yeah, States. Yeah, I told you the close mouth and listen rather than open mouth and insert foot. Pay attention. Learn from the people where you move and don't don't be that. In New York, in California, I don't care. You moved, you idiot. You moved because it sucked. So why are you trying to make it the same here? They do. They want subdivisions. They want paved roads. They they want sewer systems. They want city water. They want all the conveniences of where they left in Montana. That's not why you come here. You come here to get away from that crap. You drill a well, you have your own water. You drop a septic tank, you take care of your own stuff. Problem solved. That's how it's done. You don't come here and demand things that cost taxpayers dollars. That goes for everywhere you move that's outside of your state. Don't bring your state crap with you. It's what ruined your state. Think before you open mouth and insert foot. All right, push the button. Greetings, comrade. And what would you do for Obamacare? Yes, you. Would you talk your mother into taking these federally subsidized pills in place of her upcoming bypass surgery? Sure. Hey, Ma, I got great news. You don't got to go to the hospital after all. Just take these here pills and you'll be better in no time. What would you do for Obamacare? Greetings, comrade. What would you do for Obamacare? Mm, beats me. Would you leave your children hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt? Mm, yeah, why not? Hi, sign here, and here, and here. What would you do for Obamacare? Greetings, comrade. What would you do for Obamacare? Comrade, would you publicly denounce the Republican Party and all it stands for? What? Would you agree to be bussed at government expense to a protest rally in front of Rush Limbaugh's home and walk around waving a sign that says Rush to Fascism? You're kidding me, right? Would you be willing to dress up like Hitler and attend the next taxpayer tea party in your area? Mister, if you don't walk away from me right now, I'm gonna beat the shit. What would you do for Obamacare? Greetings, comrade. What would you do for Obamacare? Me? Well, hell, I'd do just about anything. Would you tear up the U.S. Constitution? You bet I would. Here you go. What would you do for Obamacare? Greetings, comrade. What would you do for Obamacare? Obamacare? Would you agree to donate your organs to medical science at the moment out of your death? Uh, well, sure, I mean, if it might help save lives, I... <laughs> What would you do for Obamacare? 
Okay, thank you, Dark Prince, D-A-R-C-P-R-Y-N-C-E. Check him out on YouTube. And, of course, it means it's time for Medical Madness. From Time Magazine, New York City officials on Tuesday ordered residents at the center of an ongoing measles outbreak to get vaccinated or face fines up to $1,000. In the latest dramatic move by officials attempting to stop measles outbreak that are spreading across the country. Yes, and this va- this vaccine, the I, what's it called, A- MMR vaccine, yeah, measles gone through in- incredible testing, and it does not cause autism. It's an established fact now. And no, nobody's going to want to hear it. You didn't get it from the from the vaccine. Measles, mumps, and rubella. So it's all back because of illegal aliens and refugees. Now, nobody in any article. I went to the CDC site. I went to Live Science. I went to them. I looked up. Any article that had to do about these outbreaks, not one. Not one says it's about these disgusting creature brown people. Well, not one. It's because of illegal aliens and refugees that Gross. come here from the south of the border and Middle East. Disgusting. And they bring all these diseases back with them. Everything that we got rid of is back. Even Dis- bed bugs. Disgusting brown pieces of crap. Anyway, I hate sorry, but if you're going to go to any school, I imagine private school would do the same thing. You're going to have to have your kid vaccinated. It's just the way it was. I, I got vaccinated. Susan got vac- Everyone I know when I was a kid got vaccinated. That's how we got rid of all the diseases by vaccination. That's how it. That's how it works. And unfortunately for you, they brought it all back. So your concern about your child getting vaccinated is your problem. Find a find find a place besides government schools, which have the right to say, as they did when I was a kid, if you don't have proof of vaccination, you can't go to school. And the latest report that I heard on the radio today is um, that New York, uh, de Blasio, is actually blaming the... Hasidic Jews community because they didn't vaccinate their kids. He's blaming the Jews. Yeah, it's a classic. I, you know, I'm really sick of people blaming Jews for everything. It's really ridiculous. Uh, no, it, it's obvious to anybody with a brain that the pieces of crap from south of the border who where these diseases are rampant because they don't vaccinate because it's poor and they live in poor conditions. They're uneducated. They bring it with them. They didn't get rid of these diseases south of the border. So this is why you need to control immigration. You can't have people just come here bringing diseases. That's why Ellis Island needs to be reopened. Used to be you had to stay there for, I forget how many times, how much time, month, two months, whatever. You were completely checked out medically, blah, 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 and they keep they keep an eye on you to make sure... You don't end up, you know, there's an incubation period. So you want to make sure you keep them away from the population until we're absolutely sure that they don't have any disease. 
It's how it used to be. It's how it needs to be. And we need to seal that southern border for sure. Northern too, but southern's the biggest problem right now. Yeah, Obama is just catched and released. Anyway, where was I? That, you know, that it's the latest dramatic move by officials attempting to stop measles outbreaks that are spreading across the country. Mayor Bill de Blasio, along with Health Commissioner Dr. Oxaris Burbot, announced a public health emergency related to the measles outbreak at a press conference Tuesday. This is an unusual action, and it's because of the sheer extent of the crisis, de Blasio said. There have been 285 confirmed cases of measles since October 2018. The majority of cases have been among members of Brooklyn's Orthodox Jewish community, primarily in parts of Brooklyn's Williamsburg and Borough Park neighborhoods. Okay, how did the measles get back in our country? It was wiped out. Yep. They they didn't create the disease. The Orthodox Jewish Orthodox community. I love how they, I know he likes to blame the Orthodox Jews. Is it the Blasio a freaking Jew? Yeah, it's self-loathing socialist Jew. They're the worst. Anyway, I they're blaming the Jews. I've actually worked these areas as a paramedic. And They're blaming the freaking Jews! Be, yes, they got it because they didn't get vaccinated for it because they didn't need to. It was wiped out in this country. We had no more measles. Gone. Zip, zilch, zada, gone. But they're not blaming the Tuberculosis, people. gone. Now we got resistant tuberculosis. Look, it's because of the pieces of crap coming to our country. You don't understand that these poor countries... Haven't eradicated disease? <laughs> Educate yourself. Stop with the knee-jerk, uh, oh, uh, I'm a left-wing Democrat idiot, and I'm going to just buy into crap. How about you just learn? Educate yourself. Stop being a doofus. You're, you're a useful idiot for these people. Cut it out. They're using you, doofus. Educate yourself. The Jews. You know, there's a whole bunch of white people refusing to have their kids uh, vaccinated as well. And unfortunately for them, as I have said, this is a public health issue. If you're going to go to a government school, you kids have to be vaccinated. We're not letting you bring the disease into or even allow you to be susceptible to getting it and come into what basically is a petri dish called government schools. They pass around disease like all the time. Common colds, flu. You don't want to be around those places. Kids get sick all the time. Again, it was required when I went to school. Get over yourself. Don't send your kid there. Go to private school. Find a private school that doesn't want them vaccinated. Good luck. So anyway, Mayor Bill de Blasio, along with Health Commissioner Dr. Erxeris Borbot, called it an emergency. There have been 285 confirmed cases of measles since October 2018. 285. He says the majority have been among 
members of Brooklyn's Orthodox Jewish community, says him. It's de Blasio. You, you can't believe a word that comes out of his mouth. There, Even if it was a majority, where were the rest of them? How come we're not talking about that? Let's just talk about, and let's use a word like the majority of cases, have been among members. I smell a rat. He's lying. Of course, they could be easily infected if they didn't ever have the vaccination. But they had to be infected by somebody. As part of the emergency order, all residents of Williamsburg... Oh, man, I remember being in... There was the, there was a, quite the riot in Williamsburg. Zip codes 11205, 11206, 11211, and 11249. Must be vaccinated against measles, mumps, and rubella if they are not already. Those found to be in violation of the order could face up to a $1,000 fine, officials said. Roughly 1,800 children in Williamsburg remain unvaccinated, Burbot said during the press conference. She added that the city will help unprotected individuals secure affordable and accessible vaccination and emphasize that the vaccination is safe and effective. The order comes a day after the city announced that Yeshivas in parts of Brooklyn that allow unvaccinated children to attend school could face fines or potential school closures. And just a few days after a judge halted a similar emergency order in New York's Rockland County, in Rockland, officials declared a state country, um, sorry, a countywide state of emergency related to measles and banned unvaccinated children from visiting public places. A judge halted that ban last week. Okay, Brian. How come we're talking about yeshivas and not Muslim schools? Thank you. You know, their whole religion was stolen from the Torah and then added on and twisted Look, around. The whole big thing is the last time out my sister, we were, I was born and raised on, on, I was born in Manhattan, New York, raised on Long Island. Brian was born on Long Island. The last time that my sister went to Long Island to visit our uh, friends, it was overrun by brown people and MS-13. But they're not talking about that, are they? MS-13 are brown people. But they're not but, talking but about... But now they probably recruited white people, too. Yeah, but they're not talking about that. Where we grew up is a cesspool. Yeah, well, I don't know what to say. They're talking about the Jews. Well, I noticed Paul Martinez didn't move. Why? I don't know, but it, she said it's disgusting. Anyway, probably because he can't sell his house for anything. Probably <laughs> his not. Property taxes, his property value is probably tanked. It's it's Brentwood. It was already bad when we oh, left. Oh, Brentwood has has the highest MS-13 population. Like I said, it was bad before we left. But we're out of time. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.